Brian and Doug podcast is brought to you in part by MosierMultimedia.com, KMH Music in Presque Isle, Maine, The Ridge Runner in Westfield, Maine, and Doug's cousin, Larry. You'll be oiled, bathed, shaved, massaged, taught to use your heads. A good body with a dull brain is as cheap as life itself. You're listening to the O'Brien and Doug Podcast. Now do it like you mean it. You're listening to the O'Brien and Doug Podcast. Thank you. Yep. Welcome to the O'Brien and Doug Podcast. I'm O'Brien. I'm Douglas. And it is season six, episode four already. And uh, Doug, I'm as flying. You're, you're, uh, oh, you're. I'm outside now. You're outside now. <laughs> Let's explain. So I've had a couple of sick kids in the house, and uh, we we I I really just don't want to get Doug sick. I don't want to take any chances. So now we're on, we're 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 virtual. We're uh, I guess we're we're. You're at your house, and I'm at my house. I'm in the fun dungeon, and it's not Zoom. We're doing this over Messenger. Yeah, but, we, have better luck with we do have better luck with Messenger. Yeah, it seems. So, uh, so we're we're kind of uh, what would you call this? Remote? We're remote. Okay. Okay. <laughs> You're really remote because you got like mountains and a, and, a, and stars in the background. Well, hell, it looks like I'm on the coast of Maine at night. <laughs> it does. I'm, I'm I'm looking I'm looking for Bigfoot. Speaking He's of, going to appear behind me any second. <laughs> Whoa! It's Bigfoot. Ah! <laughs> Speaking of uh, the coast of Maine, I was there this weekend, sort of. Oh yeah, uh, this, How was that? This past weekend, it was it was well, it was quick. It was um, we drove down because my niece is graduating in June, and and there was a there was a graduation party that we uh, we wanted to go to. So we left Saturday morning, drove down to a Portland area, um, South Portland actually, and uh, we got there about. Well, that's the nice area. Yeah, <laughs> we got there. All the money. What? That's where all the people with money are. It is actually, uh, and we actually. I know, man. I've been there. We, we stayed. We stayed in Brunswick, which is right. even more money. Anyway. Um, oh yeah. So we uh, we got there about fifteen minutes before the party started. They were still setting up. You know, that's always fun. Yeah, and. Uh, this was a, it was it was just kind of a awkward but but okay because my it was it's my niece so it's my sister's daughter and we don't get to see each other very often cuz wait you're graduating from college or high school high school oh. yeah graduating from high school um, I can't believe she's that old I know and, and so um my sister it's my sister's daughter and it's and her father is remarried as is as is my sister and they only uh, get along when they have to uh, okay so um we went down so my whole i had uh, well there's six of us because uh, my my oldest obviously is in west virginia so i couldn't make it um and my mother actually took a bus down because she can't drive with anybody because she doesn't like anybody else's driving so <laughs> no literally literally so she took a bus down and my sister picked her up. Um, that would be worse. I would. I would rather. I'd rather drive down with Jeffrey Dahmer than take a bus, man. Well, she seems to enjoy traveling that way. Wings, man. Come on. 
So, uh, so it's those it's those guys, and then it's my sister and her husband, uh, my nieces, and all of her friends, and her father and his wife. But we don't know any of them. I mean, we know her father, but we don't, you know. So it was just there was a lot of clicks. You know, <laughs> we each had our own picnic table, and we kind of stayed there. <laughs> It was, like, yeah, it was like, well, uh, we don't get out much, so we're just going to socialize with our own family. <laughs> Why didn't they just have it in separate rooms at a banquet hall? Right. <laughs> been just as much fun. We uh, we actually did. Um, what's what's the uh, the game called with the bean bags and the and the um, oh, cornhole? cornhole? Yeah, we 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 played cornhole with our own family. My kids and I played cornhole. Okay. Um, and there was a DJ, which happened to be my nephew. Um, there was no dancing or anything, but it was a DJ. Anyway, it was just, it was good to see my nieces because I hadn't seen them and I love them. Um, yeah. But it was really awkward. It was, it was. It sounds, it sounds like, you know, it's like, we're going to have a, we're going to have a family party, but we're going to invite the part of the family that we never see and never talk to. And we're going to make it all okay. (laughs) It pretty much was like that. It wasn't, I'm making it out to be worse than it was because it was good to see my sister. Yeah, I know. I mean, it it just felt like it was like, yeah, I I drove five hours for this, you know? Right. And then we went to uh, Portland headlight. We'd never been to Portland headlight, which is a lighthouse. Um, Yeah. But it was completely fogged over, so you couldn't see anything. <laughs> was it? Did it look like that headlight? Uh, no, it didn't. <laughs> okay. Um, there wasn't an owl and a deer in a train. What's going on? <laughs> no, no. I Rudolph is in the background. I think now. Yeah, is that Santa? Rudolph. It's some deer. It's like, hey, what's going on? <laughs> oh, oh, I thought it's I saw. Just, hey, I, thought, I thought I saw Santa's sleigh going over in the background. Over there, yeah, uh, but maybe, maybe not. Maybe not. I can't tell. I mean, we should clue people I in. Think that's Harry Potter's owl headwig right there. <laughs> we should clue people in. Doug is playing around with his backgrounds <laughs> on Messenger. Everybody's like, Doug's losing his mind. What? <laughs> this is the best podcast ever. <laughs> So uh, we went to Portland Headlight, and then we went to the we went out to eat um, at uh, Buffalo Wild Wings. There's six of us. Cost us like a hundred bucks. Oh, how was that? It was okay. I mean, I yeah. had I had a um, like a pulled chicken uh, sandwich. It was good. My my boys had um, chicken wings, um, but it was or like boneless wings. But they had like um, Asian. Asian something sauce on it, and then there was one that had the Caribbean jerk. Ooh, yeah, um, and it was it was hot for a couple of them, so it was. Oh, I bet. Yeah. yeah, it was interesting. So anyway, and then we went to the hotel and came back uh, on Sunday and got uh, got home around three. But it was that's why I say it was it was nice to get away. But boys, it was a quick. It was down and back. You know, it was yeah, yeah. Yeah, those those I mean they're fun. It's fun, but it's it's hard at the same time because it's just you spend most of your time in the vehicle driving. Right. You know, from even you know you got to drive you know five hours because we live in the middle of nowhere, down to civilization. Right. And you got to drive around to every place you want to go down there, and then you got to turn around and drive back. And exactly. 
Yep. Yeah. I did not go to Bull Moose because we were, I don't know, in a hurry to get well, back. They're in the news today. The CEO is, step, the founder and CEO is stepping down. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I read that somewhere. Oh, is that good news or bad news? I don't know. Because change in leadership is not always a good thing. But yeah, that's uh, but I mean, it's a it's an employee owned thing anyway. I think he's just a figurehead more at this uh, point, but uh, so, um, I did go to BAM though, um, and I, I wanted to point out, oh, yeah, you like this, yeah, yeah I, I wanted to point out that I usually go there and, and look for a particular magazine, and it's a magazine that's an import from Europe, um, and it's called Classic yeah, Rock. You know, they sell porn in this country, right. <laughs> Um, Fraulein butts. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Oh, oh! I play, I play the music instead. I meant to play this. There we go. Was um, it the drum roll? Yeah, it was a, yeah, it was a drum. Yep. <clears throat> so um, I, I, I stopped. There's this magazine called called Classic Rock Magazine. Oh yeah. They also have Prog Rock, and they have a bunch of different. It's a it's a magazine company, but it's imported from Europe, so it's typically like eleven ninety nine. It's an expense. Yeah. It's an expensive magazine. Well, yeah. price of inflation, they're now twenty dollars. Holy crap! That's a big for job. a magazine. So I did not buy hey, it. That's good. <laughs> I flipped through hey. it and, look, and read it, but I didn't. I didn't buy it. You should. Uh, you should flip through it and then, like taking pictures of it like you're a spy. <laughs> <laughs> It's like this is. I'm just. Get, this later. <laughs> what what are, what are you doing, sir? I'm just getting my digital copy. We're getting good. What? What's wrong? <laughs> Why is that security guard coming? Right. And then, oh, I forgot to mention in the hotel. So uh, we had to. We had two beds, right? Two double beds, and but I had six six people, and and my oh, my uh, eighth grader is six foot two, so he slept on the floor. With his, sleep, with his sleeping bag. And then we had an air mattress where my sixth grader slept. And in the middle of the night, I, I slept with my oldest boy. Uh, I'll just leave that there. And uh, yeah, so, I'm, I'm that thank you. Um, and so he woke up in, at like two o'clock in the morning and said, I'm so hot. It's so hot in there. I said, well, why don't you turn the air conditioner on? It's right over there. And so he did. He turned the air conditioner on, which I, I guess I forgot or I was half asleep, but it was right in the face of my sixth grader. So he <laughs> slept with the air conditioning on all night long. And I'm not sure if that's what caused it or not, but uh, coming back, he was not feeling so, so hot. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. No. Conditioned air in his face for hours. Right. So he got sick. Uh, and and actually stayed home from school yesterday and stayed home from school today and hopefully he'll be better enough to, to go tomorrow and and some of us like my daughter is is sick also just kind of a cold you know we we actually tested Finn and he's he was negative so yeah. um uh, and and my wife got uh, like the achy achiness and I did too a little bit yesterday but I'm I'm better today I went to work today. So, yeah. but I didn't want to take any chances, so that's why we're we're doing this virtual. Um, yeah, that worked for me. Yeah. So, and you're I mean, if we had been virtual, I couldn't have played with all these backgrounds. I mean, you know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, you you find the positive in the negative, you right? Know what I mean. So, how was your weekend and week? Ah, uh, you know, it was it's kind of yeah, whatever. But uh, Sunday night, I couldn't sleep. Yeah. So I, I stayed up on YouTube and. Like watch these reaction videos. Oh, yeah. I Have love you seen re these? 
Yeah, I love. Yeah, you know um, what I'm talking about. Yeah, I do. Yeah, absolutely. Like these people watch like a you know listen to a song or watch a video of something you know, and I get a kick out of them. So the first one I saw, I, I kind of went down this rabbit hole. So I I, I was just kind of scroll. I re- I put in reaction videos in the search engine, and and the first one I saw that interested me was this was this guy that critiques drum solos. Oh, I haven't seen like, those. Oh, this will be interesting. Yep. So his he critiqued neil peart live in frankfurt so he gets on he's like yeah so i'm gonna i'm gonna watch this neil peart video i've never seen neil peart play um uh, i'm gonna watch it and then i'm gonna critique it afterwards okay so you know neil you know yeah. this was awesome yeah I mean, and the, guy, the whole time the guy was just like <laughs> what what like, what, is- what? What? And then at the end of the video, right? The video ends. He's just standing. He's just sitting there, and he's just looking at the screen. He's like, "I have nothing to say." <laughs> that was perfect. <laughs> you know? So, like, but how do you how do you critique? How do you call yourself a drummer? Critique drumming videos and never seen Neil Peart. So, so he so that was the, that's the thing. These reaction videos, they've ne- they've never seen. Uh, yeah. Them play I, I, right. half the time. I think these are put on. You know? I think so too. This guy was just so funny because it was like for a good thirty seconds. He just looked at the screen. He was just like, is, he was kind of like slack jawed. Yeah, I have nothing to say. <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. just like, I had nothing to say. It was Neil Peart, man. I and then I. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Well, I was just going to say. I mean, I've seen some of these reaction videos where. Um, people have people listen to ACDC for the first time, and I find that hard to believe that you've yeah, never, you never heard yeah. ACDC. Yeah, it's anyway. Go ahead. But then, so then I, you know, I'm, you know, because it gives you like suggestions of things. Yep. Then I see this like this. The name of her channel is the Charismatic Voice. Oh, she's a, vo- kind of- she's a vocal uh, instructor. Yeah, I, she's an opera singer and vocal instructor. Yes. I mean, she's, she's pretty great. She knows what she's talking about. Yeah. It was her reaction video to the Metallica video one. Yeah. Okay. She, you know, apparently it, it was only her second exposure to Metallica. Okay. Her first was Master of Puppets, and I was like, "Oh, that's awesome!" <laughs> you know. What I mean? so, but this, so, so she, you know, and you know the 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 one video. It's that it's Johnny got his gun. Yes. You know, in she was completely like I don't you know like you said it might have been put on, but she was like literally like misting up, crying. Really? Because of the words and how Hetfield sings it and the, you know, interspersed with the movie, you know, because it's a pretty dark movie. Yep. You know, and everything like that. And she was just like, you know, like, you know, at the end of it, she was just like, uh, you know, but she has some really cool insights about James Hetfield and his voice and the, the musicality of the song and things like that. Right. And then I saw, then I was like, so I was kind of interested so she did one with Pantera and Cemetery Gates. She had some really cool insights about Phil Anselmo. Really? You know, and his voice. Because he can really, that he can actually sing, but he adds the as an effect. Right. I thought it was kind of neat. And then she called Lars Ulrich a fun character. <laughs> like a gnome? Yeah, I've been I've been listening to Metallica since the '80s. I have never heard. I've heard Lars called a lot of things, but never a fun character. Uh, have you ever seen her? Because a lot of these, because a couple of these videos are from their. Um, well, the one the Master of Puppets video was from that movie Through the Never. Remember yep, the three D movie. Yep, yep. 
that's where it was from. So she was very confused by the stage setup because they have the Injustice for All statue. They have the crosses from Master of Puppets on the stage. Yep. You know, and everything like that. It's all on the stage at the same time. And she was like, she was just very confused. She was like, what is going, is this, what, how do you, how do you play on stage with a statue falling? I'm like, don't worry, they're all fine. <laughs> is this the one, that's the one with the kid that's like running through town or something like that. Yeah, right? he's like the roadie and he, he, they set him on this, you know, this errand and he gets caught up in some riot and right. all these weird, you know, yep. it's a weird movie, but it, the concert video is what I got right, it for. So. Right, right. Have you ever I, seen I her? She, the charismatic voice, uh, she, I, I think if it's the same one, um, she uh, had a f- uh, first reaction to Chris Stapleton. Oh, really? I didn't see that. Oh, yeah. I, and I think I think she's the well, one. I know there was a vocal instructor that had uh, there's, does a reaction video to Chris Stapleton, and she's just like uh, beside herself at his voice, which yeah. everybody is anyway. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's cool. Well, yeah, I thought those were just kind of, especially just the guy that was like, I have nothing to say. Right. <laughs> me up. I was like, of course you have nothing to say. It's Neil Peart, man. You can't say anything. <laughs> we should, dude, we should do a reaction video. That would be funny. That would, but what, but what would we watch? I, I mean, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? This is uh, music from the Amazon. You know what we could do? We could watch, because I know neither one of us has ever watched it. We could watch Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Oh my God! Yeah, <laughs> or something. We that. Right, something like that, and just and be like a like a mystery science theater three thousand type thing or whatever. Oh know? my God! Yeah, we would kill that man. <laughs> that would be awesome. Um, so uh, we had last week we talked about uh, our, a couple of Def Leppard songs. Was it last week or the week yeah. before? I think it was last week. Uh, well, we've actually been talking about them for a couple of weeks now. Yeah, because the album comes out. I think the album comes out this Friday, the twenty seventh. This week or next week? It's this week. Yeah. It's, okay. It's uh, it's May twenty seventh, um, and so they've been releasing uh, songs to, to kind of coincide. They've actually been doing a lot of press, and it's and it, a, a big push for this new album, which is called Diamond Star Halos. They released a new song um, last week, last Friday, I think, um, and it's the first one that they've released from this new album that I'm not crazy about. I mean, it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Um, but it seems, I don't know what the word that I'm looking for is contrived. Well, it seems recycled from the adrenalize album. Remember that song they had that first single off the adrenalize album. Let's um, get rocked. Yeah. It reminded me a lot of like when, when he started coming in with the vocal, Yeah, I was like, Oh, this sounds like let's get rocked, man. Yeah, and you know, I read a thing too, Joe, an interview with Joe Elliott where he says he, at the time, he thought let's get rocked was fun and kind of humorous, but he regrets releasing it. Because, <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it was. I mean, it wasn't a terrible song, but I think there were better songs on that album to release first off. Than oh that yeah, one. oh yeah. And it kind of ruined the album for me a little bit. So. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to play a little bit of this new single because um, I, I pre-ordered the album and I, th- I, w- I would think I was going to get it before the release date, but maybe I'm not. I thought that's what pre-ordering was supposed to be. Uh, Are you getting an actual album or the download? I'm getting an, an actual album. The, oh, okay. The, the, yeah, you're probably... You might get it on that day. You might not. It's, you know... Yeah. Anyway. It depends on what the male elves do. Right. 
Um, so I don't mean guy elves. I mean you know <laughs> actual male right. elves. Right. You know the ones that deliver your packages and you don't know about it. Right. So the first single was Kick, which was very seventies uh, glam rock um, T Rex type song. Uh, the second single was uh, Take What You Want. Which we agreed with the intro was yeah, too was, good. was too long, but it was uh, it was still pretty good. Uh, I got somebody trying to call me right now. I, I'm going to decline. Yeah, that would explain why you're all like yeah. fuzzy now. There, uh, can you still see me? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so this next uh, single is called "Fire It Up," and and again, I guess "contrived" is the word that comes to mind. Um, but let me play a little bit of it, and uh, we'll talk about it. Since I lost my heaven Gonna find down Get him on cloud seven Cherry down Cover with a chemical metal Eat him on the high Like a pot on kettle Jukebox We'll raise it up Another level A young street apostles With a hallelujah pedal Situations in the pictures Keep on dancing With the devil Swinging with the king Like an Elvis made of velvet Bring the big beat back Bring the big beat back So, uh, again, it it sounds like Def Leppard. I mean, it's very a very Def Leppard oh. song. Yeah, I think what bothers me about the I think because the chorus is you know it's a call you know they want everybody to be like yeah. they, uh, that's like, you know what they want, but the fact that it goes up at the end, fire it up. Yeah, that doesn't seem right to me for some reason. It should be like fire it up, boom. I think that would, you know, some, you know, in a lower, yeah. Instead of going up at the end, it should stay like, right. You know, I, I think that's what bugs me about the course. It reminds, see, and again, we we get to the point where it's like, it's Def Leppard, and so you know what to expect, right? Uh, we've had right. this, we've had this discussion before. Um, this sounds like another Def Leppard song. I can't think of what it is, but. I still say let's get rocked for my adrenaline. You know, it's got that element to it. Yep. And it, you know, and something about it reminds me of uh, a little bit of Power Station. Power Station. Yeah, you know, remember, you know, you remember Power Station? Oh yeah. Robert Palmer and yep. uh, the the Taylor Brothers and yep. the Rambo drummer. So maybe it, um, maybe it's just a, a production thing. Yeah, I just it's something. Yeah, that, I mean, I think it's just I think it's just them, you know, recycling old ideas. Because it's like that riff that Eddie played at the end of Jump that they turned into um, uh, Top of the World. Top of the World. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it this this song is three minutes and nineteen seconds, and it seems like it's this it's just the chorus over and over again. Do you know what yeah, I mean? It, it, yeah, it's probably just a song. Just I think maybe live, it'll be you know, uh, right, you know, right, right. you know, getting the crowd into it because it's easy, it's easy to sing and it's easy to remember. You know, it's not a complicated thing. I mean, I think it's just going to be one of those songs to get everybody like, ah, yeah, fire it up. You know, so. yeah, you know, and it also sounds like um, 
And you're right. They are that type of band. I mean, they are yeah. They are an arena rock band. Um, oh, definitely. So, <laughs> I like what you did there. Definitely. Get it? Def Leppard? Oh, you didn't even plan that, did you? Okay, that was... I didn't even mean to do that, but <laughs> I planned that from the beginning. <laughs> there was a song, uh, this one, you won't be able to hear it, but no, maybe not. Maybe I'm wrong. This is a song off uh, Sparkle Lounge called Come On, Come On. Actually, maybe this is the song that it reminds me of. Okay. Uh but again, it sounds like Def Leppard. I mean, it's it's a Def Leppard song, so maybe I'm just being oh, too. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, maybe I'm no just doubt. being maybe I'm just being too critical, and and you know we we tend to go uh, negative sometimes when we're talking about new music. But I'm still excited about this uh, new Def Leppard album, and it was recorded in a in a really a different way. And and from every interview that I've seen or read with Joe Elliott. Um, they're not going to go back to the regular way of recording because it doesn't make any sense uh, these days. Um, they were locked down for this album. So it was um, Joe would send, Joe would come up with an idea or Phil would come up with an idea and they would record something and they'd send it to each other. They would add to it. And before you knew it, they had four songs. And then and then um, the bass player, Rick Savage, had a song, so he sent that along. And they, they just pieced it together um, over the internet. And that's how this album was born. So I guess that's one way to do it. Well, that may become the norm because it saves time and it saves money. Right. Yeah. I don't, I don't think it's as productive. I mean, I'd rather be in the studio... It's doing it live. But. Is it not as productive, or is it because think about the, think about the people that um, when when the lockdown came and they went remote and they actually stayed remote because um, they could be home and they could get all their work done. Yeah. Uh, and 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 for some people that works. For some people, they're more productive while they're at home. Well, for, it could be. I'm just you know, just personally, I like to be in yeah. person. Oh, me too. For for me, I don't think I could work from home because a I have kids, um, and I yeah, you want to get away from. Them, <laughs> well, there's just there's. A, <laughs> Not saying that my kids are a, a distraction, but there are a lot of distractions around here. I'm sitting here with like a bunch of guitars, and I want to I want to play them. You know, and if I was working, you know, I'd, I'd, you know, I don't know. But um, I like the idea of getting in a studio and feeding off each other. Right. And, exactly. That's what I like. Yeah. Not that we've really ever done that, but. <laughs> yeah, we have. When we, we did our album, that's what we did. Well, but those songs were already written and already. Well, true, but it was still, you know, the, the four of us. True. You know, in a studio for like 16, 16 hours per day. Yeah. For like three days, man. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, I guess I, I guess I can't knock it until I try it or if, uh, you know, unless I try it. So. Yeah. But yeah, I think he's, uh, he's got a point that, uh, that a lot of people are going to be going that way. So anyway, what else is going on? Did you want to do the, uh. The 50 most annoying songs? We're going to go with the top 15 for time purposes. Actually, I'm just going to scroll through, and if I if I like, if I I like don't even know the song, I'm not even going to bother mentioning it. Okay. 
Do that. Where does this come from? What uh, What is the source? Earnspendlive.com. Earnspendlive.com. They, they got yeah. their plug now. We're using their content, so go ahead. Yeah. The first one that came up, 500 miles by the Proclaimers. <laughs> Everybody loves that song. Every time we play that song, they just go crazy. I don't know that that's an annoying song. Well, I mean, it's it's. If you've ever watched the show How You Met How I Met Your Mother, yeah, that single is stuck in Marshall's car. So every time they're in the car, that's what plays. (laughs) (laughs) Afternoon delight, Starland Starland vocal band. I do think that is an annoying song. I do think so too. Yes. Sky uh, rockets in flight. Final <laughs> countdown, Europe. That's annoying. That's what this is. Well, because maybe because they play it at the stadiums and stuff like that all the time. Sports, sporting events. Maybe. Uh, if any song sounds like the '80s, it's Final Countdown. From the synth to the vocals, you're transported to the time of big hair and neon colors. In case you forget, while you're listening to the song, they remind you 13 times that it's the final <laughs> countdown. <laughs> That's that's good though. You'll be counting down the time till the song's up. <laughs> uh, let's see, Copacabana, Barry Manilow. Yep, I can see that. I agree with that. Uh, Cotton Eye Joe. That is rednecks. Yes, that is extremely that annoying. Is super annoying. The lyrics are inspired by STDs. Did you know that? No, I didn't know that. I didn't know this song recently came back into popularity through internet meme culture, but it should have stayed in the past. The lyrics are inspired by STDs with Cotton Eye Joe referencing the cotton swab test performed at a doctor's office. You'll never look at the song. You'll never look at this song the same way again after learning that. <laughs> I had no idea. I didn't either. But well, I'm thinking about the lyrics. Wait, well, think about the lyrics. If it, if it hadn't been for Cotton Eye Joe, I'd been married a long time ago. <laughs> There it is. There it is. That explains it. Uh, what's new, Pussycat? Tom Jones. Well, I don't find that song annoying, but what was that? Who had that comedian that kept playing that song over and over in a bar? Oh, John, John Mahaney. John Mahaney, yes. There's a great yeah, bit. That, that bit is so funny. Yeah. Who let the dogs out? Baja Man. Yeah, that's inc- extremely annoying. Yeah. Uh, you're beautiful, James Blunt. Yeah, I find that. Because of, because of what? <laughs> you know, disco duck. Oh, Rick D's. Yep. <laughs> yep, that's kind of annoying. This one I can relate to. Photograph by Nickelback. <laughs> Any song by Nickelback, really. Any song by Nickelback. Yeah. Is annoying. That uh, that meme. I still find that meme hilarious. Oh yeah, I do too. <laughs> where, where he's holding up a graph. Look at this graph. <laughs> okay, uh, if Jenna's listening, she might want to cover ears for this one. Mbop, Handsome Brothers. Yeah, I, I don't know if I find that annoying. I know her husband does. <laughs> Barbie Girl, Aqua. Barbie Girl. I get that. Yep, I do too. I'm a Barbie Girl in a Barbie world. We built this city, Starship. See, everybody gives that song such a bad rap. I like that song. I do too. Maybe it's because I'm from that era. I don't know. Probably, but you know, that's just I have. I've always kind of liked that song. So yeah, message in a bottle. The police. What? How's yeah. that? That's annoying. 
Most people can make it through message in a bottle just fine until they get near the end. From that point, the police sing sending out an SOS for a solid minute. We're not joking. A solid 60 seconds of sending out an SOS. At that point, we're sending out an SOS. Save us from this song. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, living la vida loca ricky martin i get that i, I don't know that i find it annoying you know the the same person that wrote uh living la vida loca also wrote living on a prayer with, oh, really? with john bon jovi and and, uh, and richie sambora desmond child yeah i didn't know that yep this upbeat song is easy to get stuck in your head and nearly impossible to get it out. Sure, it's catchy, but that doesn't mean I want to hear it a million times. <laughs> Not to mention the chorus is sung a total of four times during about a four-minute song. That's quite a bit of considering how long it is. We're living La Vida Loca, thanks to Ricky Martin. <laughs> I want to see if Desmond Child wrote that song by himself or... Sherry, The Four Seasons. I do not find that song annoying. I don't either, man. I think I think most of it's because of that high falsetto. Yeah, "Living La Vida Loca" uh, was written by Desmond Child and a guy named Draco Rosa. I just wanted to give uh, okay. credit where credit was due. There we go. Ice, ice, baby, but no ice. Uh, yeah, I guess that's annoying. I, I don't know. I kind of I kind of dig it. Well, but. I do too. Um, but I, I can see I can see how it would get annoying. I guess. Here's one I agree with. My heart will go on, Celine Dion. That's annoying. Yeah. So well, you know, annoying. I have to tell you though, when I when that when I first saw that movie, it was with my wife. We were we were married then. I saw it with you guys. It was yeah. the three of us. Yeah, and it was remember because I kept making that joke that the captain looked like Obi Wan Kenobi. <laughs> right, he did. And I kept going, sink this boat, Luke. <laughs> I think your wife got tired of you making a Star Wars joke through that the movie. But I was taken I was taken with the music in that movie. James Horner did all the music in that movie. And uh I like that song at least for you know the first maybe forty times I heard it and then sure. and then it was just destroyed, uh, as radio does. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I get it. Karma Chameleon, Culture Club. I'm not sure I find that annoying. I like that I song. Either. I do too. Achy breaky heart. Yes, that's annoying. I get it. Yep. I mean, look what he look at his offspring. Um, <laughs> Macarena. Yep, that's annoying. I get that. That's annoying. Yep. Wanna be Spice Girls. Uh, tell me what you want. What you really, really want? Yeah. Yeah, that one. Well, that tried to say that they were the new Beatles, and I was like, man, well, they tried that with Jesus, and look how it turned out for them. So. <laughs> That's just karma, man. Right. So, uh, wake me up before you go go. Yeah. Um, see, I'm. go go. I don't know that I find that annoying. Maybe vanilla, but not annoying. Oh, definitely vanilla. But yeah. I don't think it's annoying. I want candy. I don't find that annoying either. There's that's a, one that's, that's, a, that's a Bo Diddley. That's a Bo Diddley rhythm. Dunk dunk yeah. dunk dunk yeah. dunk. Yeah. <laughs> The next one, Mahat Manat Manat. The Muppets? Manat Manat. Do, 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 do. Manat Manat. Do, 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 do. Uh, okay, so I guess maybe they're they're judging annoying by like repetitive? Or, maybe. Or, you know, I don't know, because I don't know. I dig that song. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what, that's what I'm thinking. Is. Tequila? 
Tequila. Tequila is annoying. The champ. Da dun, yeah. da 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 dun dun. I don't think so. I don't think this is a great song if you're nervous about trying karaoke for the first time. <laughs> 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 Any other time, the song is just too annoying. The whole thing is instrumental music broken up by occasional tequila. <laughs> uh, yak by the coasters. Yakety yak. Yeah, I don't find that annoying. I don't either. I think we're just just different generations. I guess. I guess so. Whip my hair, Willow Smith. Yeah, that's yeah, that's it. Yeah, I get it. I get that. Yep. Uh, uh, Baby Shark. (laughs) Well, yes, I get that too. We've actually played that live a couple times. Well, the little girl liked it. Yes, yes. When there are little kids in the room, you have to know Baby Shark. You gotta know Baby Shark. Uh, I love you by Barney. (laughs) Yep, that's annoying. Yeah. With a knickknack, Paddywhack, give the dog a bone. Oh wait, call me maybe, Carly Rae Jepsen. Yeah, I think that's a yep. great. I think that's a, a, a infectious pop song, but it can get annoying. Yeah, happy, Farrell Williams. Um, I can see where they're coming from, but again, I think that's an amazing infectious pop song. Agreed. It's peanut butter jelly time. That's annoying. I don't even don't know what that is. What is that? I think you've heard it. What's it called? It's peanut butter jelly time. I've never heard that song. Never heard it? No. Yeah, it's do, you know, do you know who sings it? Uh, Buckwheat Boys. Yeah, I've never heard that. I might have to just uh, sample that. I just want to see if I've ever heard this. Yeah, I, I've never heard this song, but I've only heard it's it. Already annoying, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I've only heard it for twenty seconds, and I'm turning it off because it is really annoying. <laughs> <laughs> it's incredibly annoying. Yep. Yeah, and that's that's pretty much the list right there. Cool. Yeah, I would say I, I would say I agree with most of those in uh, in theory because I think what yeah. they were going for was that it was repetitive and and yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. Let's do the Guitar Legends Alphabet. The letter of the day today is... We're going to have to read both of them today. I know. I'm going to have to take my headphones off and go get your book. Um, did we do... I think we're on I, aren't we? Yeah, because we did H last week. Yeah, okay. So the letter of the day is I. And I'm reading first from the Guitar Legend Alphabet by Beck Feiner. I is for Tony Iommi. Oh, mm-hmm. this lead guitarist of English superstars Black Sabbath. Jo- oh, I have to tell you a story before I continue reading this. So I'm taking okay. my I'm taking my eighth grader to uh, school this morning, um, and he he says, "Can I pick the music?" And I said, um, "Well, no, because I don't like your music." Be- <laughs> 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 music sucks. Shut up. I, I I didn't say it like that, but he I, I said as long as it's. <laughs> I said, sure, as long as it's not depressing. He says, well, define depressing. I said, everything you listen to. <laughs> because he listens to all the song, all these songs that sound the same, and it's just really sad and depressing and, and almost emo, but not really emo. Yep. It's just, it's just, right. anyway, so, but he all, he's also a fan of classic rock, so I think he wanted to, to uh, impress me. So he said, okay, I'll, I'll pick something. So he picks Journey uh, anytime, any way you want it. 
And okay. I was like, all right, that's, that's pretty cool. And then uh, he goes to something else. I can't remember what it was. And then he goes to Paranoid, uh, Black wow. Sabbath. So he's So he's listening to Paranoid. And I said, you know who who's singing this? And he goes, um, the lead singer of Black Sabbath? <laughs> Good one. <laughs> right. And I said, so you don't know who that is? No. I said, it's Ozzy Osbourne. What? <laughs> <laughs> So he didn't know Ozzy was the lead singer. Of he Led did Zeta. not know. He did not know. And then I had to. And then I had to give him a history lesson. I said, I said, for us, I said Ozzy Osbourne. You know, Crazy Train. Yes, Dad. I know who Ozzy Osbourne is. Well, you know, forgive me, but you didn't know that he was the singer of Black Sabbath. So I feel I have to clarify myself. Right. <laughs> and so I, I, I gave him a history. Shut up. Right. I gave him a history lesson. A little history lesson about Black Sabbath. You know how you know he, uh, Ozzy was fired or left or whatever, and Ronnie James Dio came in and blah 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 blah. Um, so anyway, let me finish reading this. Uh, Eyes for Tony Iommi, lead guitarist of uh, Black Sabbath. He had joined vocalist Ozzy Osbourne to create a new music, a new genre of music. At the age of 17, Riff Lord overcame, uh, overcame losing the tips of two fingers to give the blues a dark, loud makeover, and suddenly heavy metal was born. And then it says legendary. Would you consider Black Sabbath uh, the originators of heavy metal? Mm, not really. Who would you consider the originators of heavy metal? Well, I think you have to look at bands like Saxon and. Uh, you think it's like the, the new wave of British heavy metal? Yeah, I think they were they were more the originators of uh, heavy metal than I mean. Sabbath just made it more popular and brought it to the forefront, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, like a lot of people like say Led Zeppelin was the founder of heavy metal. No, I don't agree with that. No, because I mean, they uh, were they were just the continuation of they were what kept rock alive during the disco age. Yeah, uh, Led you Zeppelin. I, mean? I think like sixty percent of their music is acoustic guitar. Yeah, you know, and it's all blues based. So I mean, right. yeah, and they ripped everything off. Anyway, yeah, I'm going to take exactly. off my headphones for a second so I can go get your book. Uh, talk amongst yourselves. Okay. Well, I'll just I'll uh, feed my pet deer here. And <laughs> here, buddy, here. <laughs> How's it going, deer? Oh wait, there's boats in a harbor here. Oh, that's cool. And the, the train's going by, and there's some sort of lighthouse, I think. Okay, I'm it's a very idyllic town, you know, on the coast of uh, Norway, I think. <laughs> I don't even have any idea what you're talking about. I'm talking about my background. Sorry. Oh, I'm just describing what I'm seeing. Okay. I think it's called Spookyberg. Okay. So, you know how we sometimes we pair the uh, guitar legend with the drum legend? Right. Uh, I think this one would work, actually. So, okay. the, the guitar legend we said was Tony Iommi of Black Sabbath. And yep. the um, the drum legends alphabet, again, by Beck Feiner, uh, I is for Ian Pace. Oh, yeah. Known for his speed, power, and technique, Pace was instrumental in elevating Deep Purple to the heavy metal pioneers they became. As an inductee of both the Rock and Roll and Modern Drummers Hall of Fame, he's a certified legend. And he's still going to this day with Deep Purple. Yeah. Kicking him, man. So if you put Tony Iommi and Ian Pace together, I think you got a pretty good combination there. That's mad. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. That is mad. It'd be black magic because it's black seven. <laughs> yeah. It'd be black purple. Purple black magic. Or, or, or deep black. Purple's, purple Sabbath. 
Deep Sabbath. Oh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's your uh, drum legend alphabet uh, letter of the day. I, was I supposed to do? Boy. Was that where I do the music? Was I supposed to do yeah, the music for that? Hi, um, but we're we're kind of like out of sorts, so a little bit. You know. Let me let me just close it up. Okay, there. Uh, oh, you didn't do your bam. Well, I can't, I can't hear the music, so I, right. I don't know when to hear. I'll do it again. Ready? Ba da ba 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 bam. Bam. There. <laughs> We're such who's that, who's that chef guy? Oh, work, 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 work. Oh, no, you're thinking oh, of, uh, yeah. Uh, you know what I'm talking about. Yes, I do. Emerald, Emerald, Emerald Lagasse. No, is that what it is? Emerald Lagasse, okay. yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, uh, we're going to do, we're going to climb the wall of tunes in uh, just a couple of minutes, and uh, we'll see what we can get as far as, uh, you know, some tunage goes. Tunage. So the Wall of Tunes is up next. You're listening to <laughs> you're listening to season six, episode four. Stick around. The O'Brien and Doug podcast is brought to you by Mosier Multimedia, a freelance digital design company specializing in all forms of graphic design, from business cards, logo design, brochures, annual reports, backdrops, and everything in between. They also offer audio production, including voiceovers for commercials or narrated corporate videos and even custom background music. They also offer custom t-shirts, sweatshirts, hats, and more, including the latest merchandise from Paul Sear Photography. Visit the online store. It's all about getting it done right the first time. MosherMultimedia.com. KMH Music, Main Street in Presque Isle, Maine, specializing in new and used musical equipment and repair. Guitars, basses, keyboards, violins, mandolins, flutes, saxophones, trombones, you name it, they've got it or can get it. They service and sell all school band instruments and also offer guitar lessons, piano lessons, and more. KMH Music is now the place for your favorite used vinyl records. Add to your collection today. Visit them on Main Street in Presque Isle, Maine, or on Facebook.com slash King Morton's Hall. KMH Music. The O'Brien and Doug podcast is also brought to you by The Ridge Runner. Visit Reflections from The Ridge Runner on Facebook. And by Doug's cousin, Larry. And we're back. And I forgot to, I gotta gotta do this music here. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's time to climb the Wall of Tunes. Um, are you ready to do this, Doug? I'm always ready. Okay, so I you you can't see ready. you can't see what I'm doing. So I'm gonna take off my headphones. I'm gonna uh, stand up here and get something from the wall of tunes. So I want, okay. once, once again, talk amongst yourselves. You know, change your background okay. or something. Hey, can I show everybody my uh, Coltrane album I just got? You you can show them, but they can't see it. I know. That's what's great about it. <laughs> But, uh, you know, right now, with the background, it looks like I'm standing with John Coltrane. <laughs> wow, it does. Now it that does, you said it, it does. <laughs> Your head is significantly bigger, but yes. Yeah, well, he's standing behind me. That's why. <laughs> He's like, boop, 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 boop. and I'm like, John, play it, baby. You're awesome, man. Is it I'm a- like, yeah, man, I love you, dude. Love Supreme is awesome. <laughs> is, it, is it a green cover? Is that why it's? No, it's blue. Oh, it's blue. And you're. See, oh, if I do, look, it disappears. 
Oh, look. Watch. I'll, oh, 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 look. I disappeared. <laughs> hey, we can do it skating. This is way too much fun. Okay. <laughs> All right. I have an album, and I don't know. We may have done this artist before. Uh, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure we've done this album. But you'll you'll have to let me know if if that's the case. Okay. So let the let the guessing begin. Okay. Is it a band or is it a solo guy? It is a solo artist. Solo artist, guy or girl? It's a guy. It's a guy. Yeah. Um. What genre? I'm gonna say blues, blues rock. Blues rock? Yeah, I think so. You think so? Well, I would say blues, but I'm going to say blues rock, and then these days it's more soul. So he's still around? Yep. Okay. Uh, Height of popularity? I would say the height of popularity was probably the 90s when he first came out. Is it Kenny Wayne Shepard? No, but you're very close. Is it Johnny Lang? It is Johnny Lang. <laughs> have we done? Have we done this album before? No. Okay. Go. I'm not even sure we did Johnny Lang before. We haven't done Johnny Lang before. Um, I don't recall, but it might have been early, like early, like season one, maybe. Okay. Well, when let's we let's just I'm in the wall of tunes. Let's just remind everybody uh, of who Johnny Lang is. Because he was like 16, I think. Yeah, he was young. When he came out with this song, which was the title of his debut album in 97, which is Lie to Me. Yeah. Great song, by the way. That's a great song. And it's a great album. The whole album is yeah. amazing. Yeah. But he came out right about this time as Kenny Wayne Shepherd. Just listen to him sing for a second. He does not sound like a 16-year-old kid. No, no, I think that's what had everybody fooled. Right. Um, so the album that I chose, that's just to remind everybody who Johnny Lang is. The album that I chose was uh, called Long Time Coming. Have you heard this album? You must have. Probably at some point. It's been uh, a while. Um, I remember... Uh, he came out, the, the first single from this album was called Red Light. Um, and it, it goes like this. I know you're at a disadvantage because you can't hear it, but. This was more a, um, it's still bluesy, right? Um, but it's wasn't it more like soulful though. It was it was more soulful, uh, but it was also yeah. it was it was also more. Um, I think it was kind of pieced together. Like um, okay. there was, I'm not saying that there weren't real people playing the instruments, but they kind of it was very uh, computer put together. So it was more uh, processed. The processed or yeah something, but that doesn't take away that it's it's a great album. I mean it's. And I have to say that one time in a former band that I was in, uh, we played Trump Marina in Atlantic City. We played there a, a few times, actually. Uh, and while we were there, Johnny Lang 
was about to put on a concert, so we decided that we were going to right there, right there in the in Trump Plaza. Um, uh, we were going to uh, go see Johnny Lang as a band. So we did, and it was around the time of this album, and I had heard that song "Red Light," which I really liked. Um, but there was one song, and I'll play a little bit of it now. You you're not going to be able to hear it, but this song, and I think I've told this story before. This is a song called Goodbye Letter. And it started just like this, but the the concert hall was pitch black and the spotlight was on Johnny Lang. So just So it's, it's just him and his guitar and he's playing this really kind of uh, I'm only explaining this, Doug, because you can't hear it right now. So he's just playing guitar and he's singing and it's pitch black except for the spotlight on Johnny Lang. And it slowly starts to build. You can hear a little bit of organ come in, uh, but in, only in the background. And then he sings another verse. And, you know, at this point, he's already played Still Raining. He's played Lie to Me already. And this is from his, at the time, new album. And so right here, the lights come up. And it's flashing like And a big And then the full band is is lit up and it's just it was one of the most powerful moments at a concert I've ever seen. It was yep. just really, really well done. And this is a great song too, Goodbye Letter. And when I say this song is or this album is produced I think you'll know what I mean if I there's drum machines right oh, yeah. um, or or samples you know or but it's sure. very very soulful um, except for except for the last track which is the title track long time coming which is him sitting down with an acoustic guitar in a studio and you can actually hear him moving and sitting down in front of the microphone and he starts playing and you can hear the microphone hiss and he starts playing the acoustic guitar and singing long time coming he's a blues man at heart yeah and I just think it's one of his best albums um I really really do I mean he's got Lie to me, wander this world, uh, long time coming. Um, after this album, he took a little break, and then he came back with a, um, for lack of a better term, a faith-based sound, faith-based um, album. Uh, it was. It was. It was. It was not necessarily gospel sounding. Um, but it was very, again, even more produced than this album was. Drum machines yeah. and, and, and whatnot. Uh, I'm trying to see if I can get a discography here. Yes, I can. Because, uh, yes, it was... No, I'm lying to you. There's a song, there was an album called... Uh, no, it was. Yeah, there's an album in 2006 called Turn Around, which hit number 35 on the Billboard 200. But it hit number one on the Billboard Christian albums. Really? Yeah. And then he did a, a live album. 
And then he did another, um, uh, in 2013, he did one called Fight for My Soul, which hit number 50 on the Billboard 200, but number one on the Billboard Blues albums and number two on the Billboard Christian albums. So he's, he's taken a decidedly faith-based turn, uh, but it's still very soulful and bluesy and just, I mean, I can't say enough about the guy. I, I love his stuff. Um, I love, and he started in 95 with a, with a, they called him Kid Johnny Lang and the Big Bang with a, with an album called Smokin'. But it wasn't until 97 when he released Lie to Me that hit only number 44, actually, on the Billboard 200. But that song was huge, that uh, Lie to Me song. And he's from North Dakota. Uh, let's see. I didn't know that. He married a, a Kids Incorporated cast member. Uh, I, I know he's got a, a bunch of kids. Let's see. They have five children. Wow. Yep. Yep, five children. Just like you. Just like me. Yep. But uh, I really like this album, Long Time Coming. It's my favorite Johnny Lang album. Um, and then uh, Lie to Me is next, I think, and then Wander This World. Um, I really uh, love his stuff. So that is the... Did you want to say anything about Johnny Lang? Sorry. He's really good. <laughs> <laughs> wow. We should call this the Duggan O'Brien podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so insightful. <laughs> All right. Lang plays guitar. <laughs> yes, he does. I oh, and I saw him actually um, again because I won a contest. Remember this? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I won a contest uh, through Kenny Wayne Shepherd, who's I'm also a big fan of. Kenny Wayne Shepherd. The contest I won for Kenny Wayne Shepherd was kind of kind of a big deal actually i yeah, was i won a uh, a leather biker jacket which was is an amazing jacket i still have it um i won um, a vinyl uh, lp i won a cd i won um a year's supply of guitar strings from ernie ball i won two or three guitar pedals i can't remember um and a couple other things but more importantly i won a fender stratocaster uh, yeah, Kenny Wayne Shepherd's signature Fender Stratocaster, and I won tickets to see Kenny Wayne at the closest show, which happened to be um, the uh, the Old Port in Portland. Yep. Um, and Bob and I went. Actually, I met up with Bob and uh, Kenny Wayne. Uh, it was I was going to see Kenny Wayne, but I lucked out. It was the Johnny Lang and Kenny Wayne Shepherd tour. So right. jo Johnny opened. And was who was amazing. Got to meet Kenny Wayne Shepherd, and uh, it was really cool. It was it was really cool. But Johnny Lang just blew me away. Uh, it, he was uh, he was the opening act, but um, he could have he could have closed the show as well. He was, he oh, was sure. yeah, yeah he was he was amazing. So that is the um, Wall of Tunes album of the week. Johnny Lang's Long Time coming oh and it also has a bonus track i forgot to mention that bonus track is uh, stevie wonders living for the city nice yeah there you go that's a wall of tune right there that's a wall of tunes right there i think i'm gonna actually listen to some johnny lang tonight when i go to sleep that, that's probably what i'll do yeah uh you're still in the basement right i'm yeah i'm still still sleeping in the basement yeah 
Sleeping in bed. More so so that I don't get anybody sick or that I don't get sick, but yeah, and also for my back. Yes. Yeah. So, that's uh, Season 6, Episode 4 in the books. And hopefully we'll be back in the Fun Dungeon uh, live and in person uh, next Monday or Tuesday, whatever happens to be. The I don't day. know. After seeing all these backgrounds that, that I can have, <laughs> um, I may never come back. <laughs> we should get you a picture of the Fun Dungeon to put as the background. Can we do that? Sure, we can do that. <laughs> can we put this deer in there? <laughs> no. Should be the fun dungeon, just this deer going. <laughs> anyway, that's going to wrap it up for another podcast. I'm O'Brien. I'm still Doug. Bye, everybody. Bye bye. The O'Brien and Doug podcast is brought to you in part by MojoMultimedia.com, KMH Music in Presque Isle, Maine, The Ridge Runner in Westfield, Maine, and Doug's cousin, Larry. Be sure to follow O'Brien and Doug on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Drop them an email anytime at O'BrienandDoug at gmail.com. I suggest this is no time for a man of honor to withdraw from public affairs.